What up, what up, what up? New episode of Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. I'm Jay. I'm MJ. Did you like that? You did. I don't think I introduced myself last week. I think we forgot everything because you fucked it up because you're trying to be smart and shit. Whatever. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Still celebrating Pride Month. So Woo-hoo. last week I was berating everybody about Chick-fil-A. This week I'm going to say if there is a local... Um, if there's a local, uh, anything local to you that you can support either monetarily or I would say donations. Yeah. yeah. Then you should do that. Um, I know in Kentucky, there is a uh, queer Kentucky, which is, I believe a nonprofit organization started by someone who actually, uh, used to work, work with us at Abercrombie like way back in the day. Who? Um, I don't know if I want to, I, I guess he wouldn't care. We'll talk about Spencer. We'll talk. Oh, okay. Um, he started that nonprofit, which I had no idea. I didn't know that. Um, but it's called queer Kentucky. They are doing, I hopefully I don't know if they're still doing them. I know they were doing raffles for a little bit, um, but support your local stuff. Like that's a nonprofit that really uh, tries to do a lot within the community. They hire a lot of you know LGBT uh, people out there, uh, allies as well. So um, give them a follow, Queer Kentucky. Uh, but if you're not in Kentucky, find something that you can help support or donate or do anything for someone in the LGBT community. Uh, not just being being an ally is great, but you know. Show it, yeah, is what I'm saying. Not necessarily monetarily, but make sure you're, you're showing it every day, every single day, not just in June. Exactly. You you can give time, you can give money, you can give multiple different ways. Exactly. So, um, but this week we were also going to talk about um, alternate form, forms, alternate forms of entertainment. Um, I like the uh, emphasis on taint. I think uh, I heard that from somewhere, probably RuPaul. Um, so yeah, uh, there's like like you know YouTube videos or yeah. what is that? What Twitch? Twitch. Or, so like um, like we we've kind of centralized on streaming services. I feel like that's the majority of what we've talked about. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've we've occasionally gone to TV, but those are, those are your kind of mainstream ones. Yeah. Not saying Twitch and YouTube and things aren't mainstream, but is there anything that's that you don't like subscribe to, or is there something different? than streaming services or things that you take a break from those to watch or entertain yourself with. Yeah, I don't really know much about Twitch, so I need you to explain what Twitch okay. is. The only Twitch I know is Twitch that was on So You Think You Dance a long time ago, and he became the dancer on Ellen's show. So. That's ending. Do you want me to start off with Twitch and kind of explain what it is? I don't know what the fuck Twitch is. Okay. Twitch is owned by Amazon. <coughs> it is there, and not being on it because. Owned by who? Amazon. Don't they own everything? Pretty much. Opulence. <laughs> you own everything. Um, but the whole point of it is it's a community-based streaming system. Um, what community? You build your own. Oh. So that's why I say community-based. Um, like a pizza at Blaze? I'm, I'm just interrupting you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I'm sassy. I'm like, build your own like a pizza. Like, you know, at Blaze, they have like the regular ones. And they say, do you want to build your own? Yes, I would like a build your own. I like a BYO. So BYO. I kind of want Blaze now. I always, when I get Blaze, I get it. And then I'm like. Why did I get this? Like, I don't hate it. Yeah. But it's never like the same. No. And there's, I mean, there's times where I've, I've ordered and they burned it and they have to remake it. And then there's times where it's just delicious. I've never had to have it remade. It, it's it's got to hit right. Sorry. Twitch is a community. Yes, it is. On that my you Amazon. build your own. It is. It is you kind of build your own <laughs> community, but it's, it's entertainers go on. They, um, and it's not just video games, but the main thing that I see streaming on there are people playing video games. So... But, you watch people play video games? Yes. So the whole point, and, and, it's, and as I said, that's the main thing. Like, so for instance, I know um, Resident Evil 8 came out recently, mm-hmm. and there was a whole big run of people who 
you can go and you can search by game. You can search by person. Mm -hmm. um, but you can see who's streaming that currently. You can go watch their past videos. Um, but that's the big one. They've been introducing kind of things called just chatting where people sit down and just talk and have a conversation with um, the people. Because if you watch them live, there's actually um, a chat feature where you can type in and they can communicate back and forth and you can ask them questions or go through that. Um, there's also the function of if you're liking what you're seeing, the people who are watching can donate. So they can either donate subscriptions to your um, stream. They can give you money. They can give you bits, which are like the Twitch money currency. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's people going on and doing live entertainment for an extended period of time, and people want to come watch. And I mean, as I said, it could be people who are all similar because, you know, someone does like a live D&D &D match, and people who can't get out in public because of COVID, and they want to kind of get in that group of people again, they can watch D&D. &D. Um, the big... I think I'm still... I think I'm still like... I'm like... <laughs> But, like, why wouldn't I just play the video? I don't know. Maybe I'm confused. True. And, and, and a big thing that I've watched is, and kind of what I've gone through is, um, one of the big streamers I've, I've watched in the past is Nick Marks. He, he streams Call of Duty. But he'll stream himself playing in tournaments. So he'll actually be on playing and doing I have like seen that. this on TV before. I have seen them, yeah. I have seen people like play a tournament of something. Yeah, so that's where and they have like Twitch rivals sometimes where they'll have like two people who are big in one game, um, like the two biggest names in that category compete against each other to see who's the best in that game. And they'll actually have them like do a like a death match in the game or something. So they have different things they do, but it's it's content creation. And as I said, the majority of it is game sorry game based um i'm gonna say who's gay <laughs> it's game based but a lot of it is like i said people watching and having somebody they can communicate with and other people in the community and they can donate if they like what they're seeing so i mean it, it's very it's very close to an only fans in my mind but like you don't get as exclusive content because i can go watch everything for free i don't have to sub to anybody oh okay um, so I can watch anything for free on Twitch. Um, some people, they restrict their chat to where if you want to comment and chat and be part of the conversation, you have to sub. Um, if you have an Amazon Prime membership, you get one free sub every month. So if there's only one person you want to watch, you can sub to their channel every single month and your payment to Amazon Prime technically counts as that payment. Hmm. So there's there's things in there. Um, but one of the big things I bring up now is, and it kind of, it's been in the news a little bit, is... Some girls on Twitch have started doing hot tub streams where they're literally in a bikini, in a hot tub, doing, not dance dance, the just dance, the like Switch game and mm -hmm. Twitch game um, where you just literally dance in a hot, you know, around, but they're in a hot tub in a bikini. Now that sounds like OnlyFans. So, and but that, more power to you. Yeah. I, I, say, get your money, whatever. But apparently uh, they were because it didn't fit game categories, they were doing it as just chattings. So they were doing it originally as them just sitting in a pool or a hot tub in a garage for four hours talking to people. Oh. And now because they're dancing and doing things that some advertisers may not like, because you can also put ads on these, like you do mm -hmm. YouTube videos, and they make ad revenue. They're like, uh, I don't know if I like that. So we're going to make a new category called beaches, hot tubs, and streams where girls who want to do this all the time can do it and it makes it easier for advertisers to take their names out of that category that seems like a lot but yes it's it's an alternative it's one like if i want to watch if i can't play say say i'm working and i want to just you know 
listen to someone talk about Call of Duty or, or watch something like a, you know, say I'm stuck in a part in a game and, and I'm watching someone do a speed run or the big one I, I watched on Twitch is called Games Done Quick where every year, twice a year, they have a conference and they literally just get a huge week-long run of speed runs for people who just like broken games can beat them as quick as possible and they take donations for like um, Dodgers Without Borders, things for cancer, and they just donate that every single year. Hmm. And that's streamed twice a year. There's summer games done quick and awesome games done quick in the, in the winter. So they do that. So that's one of the big things I watch on Twitch. Oh. So that it's, it's just live content that people can give to, and it's it's not only fans because it's not like sexual and risque, but it's it's different. It's it's an alternative to you know your daily streaming services. The only thing I do is I watch skincare videos on YouTube, and that's basically it. <laughs> I don't do anything else. That's I mean that's 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 really I subscribe. I don't really I subscribe. I've never subscribed to people on YouTube. I've honestly never done that, but I did subscribe to. Um, Cause I wasn't really big into content creators. I'm like, whatever, blah, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's not a big thing for me. But um, when I did, I did over the past year and a half, I have been more into like skincare. So I watch a lot of those videos, which, you know, most of them are like 10, 11, 12 minutes or whatever. Um, and then also to support some of the, cause the skincare community, as you could, as you can imagine is very white. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do support, I support a lot of like people of color. Um, like one of the ones that I listen to now is like James Welsh. He's, uh, he's something, he's kind of like olive, olive skin, a little brown skin, but he's from London. Oh. And he's got like, his voice is really, I'm like, just, that's why you watch it. It's cool. But, um, learn a lot from him. And then I follow a couple who are, you know, just black creators because obviously with someone who wears sunscreen, you know, I, can't take the same advice about sunscreen from a white person as I could for black because you know obviously they're like this is great I'm like yeah it's great because you're white but when I put it on I look like you know like I don't like I'm dead because I'm, I've got gray skin all of a sudden you know <laughs> so I can't you know do that but that's really the only thing that I I watch outside of that now I sound like a boring asshole see that's where I I mean I've subscribed to YouTube I watch tech channels so like for I watch them because people review like when Apple releases a new product, when Google releases a new product, when something gets like, uh, I, mm-hmm. I watch things like that to keep up with kind of the tech world. But that's mm-hmm. about one of the main things I watch on YouTube. I mean, I'll, I'll watch some content creators that play games just because I like the commentary and I don't really watch the gameplay there like I do on Twitch. I think there's some funny creators on YouTube because they're just funny. I think that's why Myers Leonard got released from his contract. I think really? playing Twitch. I think he's, he said like, he said a, I think he said an anti-Semitic slur. Twitch has been very back and forth on some of their requirements and things, and they ban people without telling them. And it, it, it's it's yeah, but I yeah. think he said something. I think they, I think whatever TV was playing for released him from his contract. I would assume. Oh god, what I don't know what that was. What you said the one that released him? I don't the know. team? Yeah. I believe it was the Blazers. I was, I can't remember. I think the it was. Blazers. The Blazers. The Blazers. Um. So yeah. Hmm. Good to know. Just like with any content, like when you do anything like that, it's out there forever. So you, you can't just be like, you gotta be careful what the fuck you say. I'm actually shocked though that you don't watch alternatives. Like, that I don't watch what alternative forms of content. So is is your main thing just TV during the day? If you're not watching a show for the for the podcast, yeah. I mean, I play video games, but well, yeah, I do too. But I don't like 
I don't want to watch somebody play a video game. I just that just doesn't sound interesting to me. I don't want to watch. Well, and that's just if the I'm main watching thing. somebody play a video game, it's because I'm in a spot in a video game that I can't figure out. True. And then I either and I would rather read about it than go watch a fucking video because a lot of times when you you're like, how do I find this fucking key for this fucking door? Yeah. And I go Google it and I find a video and it's thirty minutes long and it's some guy talking about, hey guys, what's up? So here's the thing, and they're just running around in circles, and I'm like. I have to scroll to minute 28 to be like, okay, there's a key. Thanks, guys. Just like those people who put out recipes and they want to throw out like an 18-paragraph story about how they came up with it. Nobody cares. Just give me the fucking recipe. That is why I'd rather yeah, read it. I, I can't do... I'll do cooking shows on TV. I can't do cooking videos on YouTube. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that's just... The, I, I don't I don't know of any other alternate like that. I don't... I just... I, just, I don't find it interesting to watch somebody play that, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of entertaining. It, 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 I mean, it depends. It's not my wheelhouse, and that's perfectly fine. No, and that's, that's where some people are possibly more than capable. I don't know how I'm going to say this. Some people just probably don't find it entertaining, just like you. Like, you rather would do it than watch it. Right. That's just me. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. It's just more more categories, more uh, more inclusion here in the podcast. Exactly. Okay, well, Twitch, check it out. Or you can go follow some YouTube uh, content creators who do skincare. That'd be really cool, too. I'll say that sounds more fun to me than some of the Twitch people I've been watching recently. It is fun. It, it is it is broke my bank. I'll is tell that you where that. you find like your product information? Like That's where you find what skincare to use? A lot of it, yeah, actually. Um, yeah, so I mean, obviously, the same thing that works for somebody is going to work for everybody. But um, I I I I was a I'm I was a casual sunscreen wearer where I'm like, look, if I'm gonna be outside, obviously I'm gonna wear sunscreen. If I'm gonna be you know out you know whatever in the sun, I'm wearing sunscreen. But I didn't realize that wearing sunscreen is something you should be doing all the time, whether you're sitting inside, mm-hmm. whether you're whether it's a cloudy day. And I didn't realize that. And I didn't realize that that contributes to some of the dark spots that you get on your skin from, like, if you, like, picked a zit or a pimple or something like that. Yeah. It is a dark spot. That makes that stuff darker. And obviously, of somebody who is brown skin like I am, hyperpigmentation actually takes a lot longer to clear regardless. I'm just making it harder on myself. And it's like, there's no point in using all these other products if you're not going to use sunscreen. I was like, oh, my God. Who the fuck knew that? I didn't fucking know that. So, a lot of times, that's where I... um get a lot of pointers from and I just take hmm. the pointers and kind of and kind of move on and try and figure out what works for your skin and stuff like that obviously so that's kind of where I, I think I think I've I'm the kind of person to have to switch up his routine in the winter and in the summer yeah I'm learning but yeah that's where I get most of my stuff from and I spread that knowledge to other people who don't know about it like I think I mean a guy from you a guy I knew was like how do I get rid of like I feel like my skin is really rough. I'm like, well, then you need to do a peel. You need to do an AHA. You need to do this. You need to do that. I can't recommend any specific products because I'm not an esthetician or a dermatologist, but I can tell you what's worked for me. Big and that's words. basically what a lot of these people are. They're like, I am yeah. not certified like that, but I can tell you what works for me. And so, yeah, it's pretty cool. All right. All right, you guys. Well, stay tuned for this week's review for your sunscreen. Welcome back, and thanks for tuning in. This week's review, we are taking a look at... Is it an HBO original? Mm-hmm. Okay. Made for Love. Uh, yeah, this one kind of dropped randomly. HBO Max, obviously, is like got the hold on 
streaming and TV shows right now. Like they're, they, it's like they have like this list of bullshit and once one thing, they're pulling a Disney move where like every time one new show goes off, they have something else. Um, yes, but Made for Love is um, the the given synopsis. Um, a woman is on the run after ten years in a suffocating marriage to a tech billionaire who has implanted a monitoring device in her brain, allowing him to track her watch her and know her emotional data as she tries to regain her independence. So I'll start off with saying I read the review for this and watched the preview on HBO and I was extremely intrigued with the premise. Yeah, it was different. It was kind of, um, kind of out of no. Yeah, it was, it was different to me. It was kind of like, I'm like, Oh, so like we're trying to control women. So handmaid's tail with a chip, you know? Yeah. And that's where I was trying to figure out, what they meant by like smothering, controlling relationship. I wasn't suffocating. Sure. Suffocating. Yes, I, I wasn't sure what they meant. Like until watching the show, I didn't realize they meant like literally he trapped her in a cube that she couldn't leave for ten years. Yeah, like not necessarily trapped, but you know she was. Um. So basically, um, there is he's a, he's a tech billionaire. His name is Byron Gogol. Nice play <laughs> on the words there, HBO. Um. But he basically designs this environment called the cube where you don't really have to leave into the real world you can do go see whatever you want to see while you're inside this cube and when he did it because he's socially awkward he doesn't like human interaction and it's kind of like you don't really need to be outside of these walls ever again really you could have everything you want yes in here if you want some if you want certain types of food you can you can enjoy that while you're here like it's just so that is the thing and Obviously, um, our main character is married to this guy and is because of his ambitions, she is, we will use the word trapped in this cube. Yeah. So I will say I didn't realize who the main actress was for probably halfway through the first episode. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've talked about how I met your mother Mm -hmm. multiple times. I didn't realize that was Ted Mosby's wife for the longest time. I don't know either. Yeah, that was the one who played um, Tracy, the one who married Ted Mosby, who literally, and I probably don't, reason I don't recognize her is, I watched a ten year ep- you know series about this woman, and she was in six episodes, pretty much. Right. I mean, our, our main actress is is is, uh, is Kristen Milioti. Mm-hmm. Um, she plays Hazel Green. Uh, Hazel Green Gogol. Uh, obviously, she's been in that. Um, more recently, she was in uh, Palm Springs with. Um, Adam Sandberg, I believe, which was a Hulu original that came out. Oh, okay. Um, I've seen the preview for that one. I think those are the biggest things. Uh, but she is, um, she's been a few episodes of Black Mirror, obviously, or not mm-hmm. obviously, but she has been. Uh, but she's our main character. And then our Byron Googles played by Billy Magnuson. And I was trying to figure out what he was in. Do you, okay, do you remember the new, like, live action um, version of Aladdin? I know he's in that. I just couldn't figure out who he's he was. He was the white prince who came at the very beginning and was like, "Oh, you're very pretty." And like, yeah, but he's been in other stuff that I couldn't. I was trying to figure out what else he was in. Nothing that I think I know him from. That I know him from, and I could not place him. But he looks so familiar. He was an episode. He was in a black. He was an episode of Black Mirror as well. Um, but yeah, I couldn't was he figure in an out episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so he is our uh our tech billionaire. Uh 
Yes. And let me preface, he's not only known for the chip he's created and implanted into, like what the premise said. He's known for like the Google phone, which is supposed to be like the iPhone. And he's made all these right. huge tech advancements for the world. He's, he, I mean, he, he's, he's Tim Cook. He's... He's Zuckerberg. Um, he's, he's yeah. That that's yeah. that's who he is, and that, that's just that's just a thing. Um, but yeah, this. Uh, but yes, in in the episode, she escapes this cube and decides to try and get her independence. And I think that's the the whole goal for Byron was like he's trying to do this thing where he's like, uh, and they interview him about it in the show where he's like, I want he goes people who are in love should be able to see each other's thoughts or hear each other's thoughts, and doesn't that make the connection better and and you know more long lasting if you know everything about your partner. I mean, he, they went they went to uh, the links of categorizing her orgasms. Like, would you say this is a out of scale of one to ten? How would you say a tissue orgasm was on a scale of one to ten? When he did this, how did you like that? Like, you know, it was it was like daily orgasms, daily, and then like how long was your nap? You can only take naps with like very 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 specific. Mm-hmm data so he can analyze it to figure out how to see in her brain and connect more with her which leads to the implanting of this chip in her head without her knowledge yes and and the whole point of the chip is there's supposed to be a chip in both persons minds and once they're active they say they merge so pretty much my brain and your brain are forever connected. So I see everything you see, experience everything you experience, as well as you with me. Right. Um, but they were seen, and they explained this really well, that one brain became the dominant, and the other person usually would, like, die. And as it, was, it was a faulty piece of equipment. Right. Uh, but, yeah, that's where this kind of starts out. It's like you see her... Um, leave this this cube and trying to go back to her regular life which um is kind of where the show i mean the show can can the the premise to me seems it sounds a little creepy and you're yes. like is this creepy is it what is this and it still is creepy but it's creepy with kind of this edge of comedy in it um she goes back she finally goes back home obviously and her dad is played by ray romano which took me by surprise yeah which came out of nowhere um ray romano and he lives in like a trailer like this dusty i don't know where it's supposed to be arizona maybe i don't know i think of dust i think of arizona like nevada the desert maybe um in this small town and where she's from and you know she starts kind of revisiting you know what kind of person she was before she met byron you know she was a college student she was kind of a scammer mm-hmm. um and you know they, they kind of go that's where kind of like the drama comes in you kind of learn why you know her and her father have a strange relationship and stuff like that which was which was kind of cool um <laughs> diane i was gonna say because she comes out and reconnects with the father but her mother's dead so we'll press that the mother's not in the picture anymore mother died but ray romano does have a current relationship with his six thousand dollar sex doll yes diane and he has apparently been classified as the town freak and pervert true and nobody wants to put up with him so he i mean he literally has anniversaries with and everything else this with diane what is we'll call her diane with diane yeah diane doesn't eat much doesn't no. say much either you but know? he still cooks her food yeah it's 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 a whole i mean i think that's when i realized this was going to be a little bit of some comedy yeah well anything ray romano is in is comedic and i've missed his type of comedy but see i think i think what was 
I think what what I don't think I realized until now, but I think the comedy in this show, I think they played it very straight. They did. Like they didn't like it wasn't like this joke of like let's laugh about this or whatever. It was I mean, he was like when she saw that she's like really with this and he's like yes and she's just like this is fucking stupid. And, and he's like he's like no, you're going to fucking respect her. Like it, it like it's so like they're so serious about it, and I was like, "But she comes to actually appreciate and understand what yeah, was going on." I think that, I, but I think that adds like the comedy aspect of it is that we don't have to have the joke yeah. there. Like the joke is the joke is presented without you having to say anything, and they were just so serious about it that that's what I thought was kind of was kind of cool. Um, and I think Byron was more supposed to be kind of like outwardly funny just because of his weird awkwardness and the way he did things supposed to be and actually was or two different things though yeah i i do i did love um the dude though his assistant uh what was his name his oh assistant, the, the one who like was uh, bennett to figure, the one who was trying to figure out the smells for the smell yeah, cube uh bennett is, is his little and bennett i was i was trying to place him as well caleb foot is uh, the actor, and he was in this show that should have been renewed a few years ago called The Kids Are All Right, and it was a show based in the 70s. Um, it had uh, Mary McCormick in it and um, a ton of other people, but it was a really good, it was a really good comedy, hmm. and it did not get picked up past season one, and I was pissed because he was so cute in that show. And this one, he was less cute because I was like, who is he? Did I think he was cute? And I was like, oh, I did think he was cute. He had, that, he had the red hair. You're... You have a thing for redheads. I know. I didn't realize it. It had Mary McCormack, uh, Michael Cudlitz, um, and a bunch of other unknown um, actors. But it was such a good show, and it got canceled. And I was pissed about that. But that's where he was from. But he was the one who was giving me like outward um, comedy. He was kind of reminding me of. Remember when we watched Upload? Mm-hmm. And that red haired, he was red haired too, I think. The red haired, like, bellhop that just showed up everywhere and was saying, like, really yep. dumb shit. That's who he exactly. I was like, is that the same guy? And I was like, no, it's not the same guy. It's not. It's different. But yeah, he was, as the assistant to me, he was good. I was like, I love Bennett. And he wasn't in there a lot, but he was just nuts and kind of crazy. I don't know. I liked him a lot. Well, and then also randomly, the, um, I don't, she wasn't a microbiologist. She was, she was like a neuroscientist. Yes, from The Undoing. Yeah. The lawyer we loved. Which I was like, okay, you've got some big names in this show. Yeah, I loved her. I was I was like, get it, girl. With that. Which I feel like they're doing the Disney thing or the Ryan Murphy thing where if we find someone we liked in a previous HBO original, we're just going to put them in another HBO original. Hey. If it works. I, I liked her. I thought, I thought, I thought it was uh, I thought it was cool. Um, Let's, uh, you know, let's, let's, let's take a little bit of a different thing. Let's think about this a little differently. As far as like the concept with the whole chip thing, mm-hmm. like in re- how would you feel about that? Like in in in, in real life, would you no. ever? Jesus, just no. Okay, think about it. Yeah, I'm not saying I would. A, I'm not saying I would, but you know, a you have to think about how close you would have to be with some person to give them the capability to see through your eyes, feel your emotions, register all of your hormones and everything else. And just get through your most intimate thoughts. Think about how close you have to be to be comfortable to give that power to somebody. Yeah, I think it will be something that will be... I think it will be something that will be cool if you choose it and not for extended periods of time. I think, like... Think, think about this. Think, think about a situation where, like, maybe you're, you're, you're with your significant other and you're, you're having, like, just, like, a, a drag-out fight. 
and you're like, I just wish you could understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And at that moment, it's like, okay, you consent, I consent, let's do this, let's figure out. And then maybe in that respect, you can kind of see the, everything from that other person's perspective and clear up that fight. And then afterwards, be like, okay, I have a better understanding of what you what you think in the situation and what I think in the situation without me having to try and voice it because it's hard for me to do that. So I, I understand the concept of this, but all the time, like every day, every yeah. minute, no, I do not want, you do not want to, first of all, you don't want to be my brain that long. You don't want to do it. I don't. You don't want to do it. You don't want to do it this month while I'm in build my well, daddy phase. Like you don't want to. You don't want to be involved in that. The other thing is, it sounded like it was only between like like a pair of chips would work together, and they, you couldn't link to somebody else. So right. My question is, would you take it to the point of everybody has a chip, and to your point, if you're having an out argument or something that's not being understood, you could turn it on for anybody then. Right. And then my other thing is like. How do you get those from? Like, do you get those from? Like, that's like brain brain surgery. I guess we're, I guess we're we're we're, we're dispelling the part that this is like basically brain surgery, like is, in a, in a way. Surgery, so yes. we can dispel that that's like hard to do or whatever in, in this timeline or in this space. Yes. We'll call it. Um, but yeah, I do think that that. I mean, I think that obviously it's an invasion of privacy if you do without somebody's consent. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. But it did it. But do having this to provide for some really amazing like moments like if they're seeing through your eyes and you don't want them to like what kind of bullshit okay we're not gonna say what what, what it, it, but what kind of bullshit would if you knew somebody was had put a chip in your head invasion of privacy and you knew they could see through your eyes what kind of bullshit would you be doing well it depends on if they're seeing continuously through my eyes they know what type of bullshit i would be up to and, and like for me I'd, I'd probably do a joke i'd probably be like you know say for instance you know if emily is out watching our uh i just mean like if you if this if this happened if you were in her shoes in this show what would you be doing to kind of get back at this person who put this cube in your thing that 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 could see through your eyes oh whatever terrifies them or or fucks with them i would 100 be doing so like for instance i i know like you you'd probably i'm not trying to like reread but like there'd be a lot of dick just randomly out in front of you. Why would I? Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, I think you just called me a whore. Secondly, I don't know how that would, I don't understand how that, well, I don't get that. <laughs> and, 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 well, the same, but like for the person I'm assuming who would be looking through your eyes, the person I have in mind that would be going through your fa- eyes to like get back at them. I, I, I think, I think, I think what I would do is I think I would go, the route that kind of I think I would look at gross things. I think I think this, I think I would go the route like it, I, w- it w- I would be like, look, ooh, do you like seeing it? I mean, I guess that kind of subjects you to that kind of stuff too. So I guess it kind of whatever. So I guess whatever you do, it kind of is on that person as well. I say whatever they don't want to see, and I'm like, I'm assuming the person you would have going through your face would not want to see, you know, overly sexualized things or overly gruesome things or like just like that's where if I was trying to get back at this person. I'd probably go with the most random, like screwed up kind of thing to see. Yeah, I'd probably do the same. I'd pr- I'd probably be like, oh look, do you think of mostly bodies or or like I don't know birds or something? I don't know. I don't know. That's kind of I I think what I think in situations like this, I think somebody would go to their base instincts, which is I believe is what she did in the show. Like I'd be like, like I'd be like, ooh look, a turd. Do you love that? Like you know, like I yeah. feel like you know something 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 dumb like that or like. Well, like literally the first episode, she makes him watch a guy jerk off because she's watching a guy jerk off. Yeah, I was trying not to spoil any of that stuff. 
It's one scene in the first episode. Okay. But no, I, I, I think I would go to my base instincts. I think I, I think yes. I would go to be like, let's find the grossest thing I can look at and and put that, you know, so you can see that. How about that? But then the other thing with that is like, if they're not watching, then you're just doing it for no reason. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. is That's the thing. It depends on if they have the ability to turn on randomly. I would set up like a random like joke where, you know, it would look like I may have like, hit a deer and there's like a dead carcass out there. I would do something. To I wouldn't like, be that elaborate. But in, in, in the show though, it basically, you could see it through his, like he had sunglasses on. He could see what she was seeing through his glasses. Right. Yes. So where you could take them off and take them back on. That was actually, you know what? That's actually pretty cool. Like I'm like, can I get some glasses that can see cameras and stuff like that? That'd be really cool. But see, and here's the other thing. And this is, <gasps> they had the technology in true lies, uh, mm-hmm. circa 1992, I believe with Arnold Schwarzenegger and, um, Jamie Lee Curtis, he had a pack of cigarettes and they had like, it was a pack of cigarettes with a camera in it and the camera he set up in the room somewhere else. And then on his sunglasses, you could see a little square of what the camera was seeing. Yeah. So we've had this technology for a really long time. I don't know if it was real technology in that movie or just made up. Who knows? Well, let me take it one step No further. research. Listen, let me take this one step further though. So you were saying if you could have someone who just sees through your eyes, but the real point of the chip was you're supposed to experience what that person's experiencing. So would you do something like, for instance, and not to be overly sexual, but like, would you do something to show like sensation that someone else couldn't do? Like, for instance, like an amputee, if they can't feel like their their fingers, would you like go touch stuff for somebody? And or? see, that's where I feel like if we're if we're getting existential about this, you know, outside of the show, that's where I think that's. Technology like this is, is probably out there somewhere. Yeah. But I'm like, that kind of thing could be really cool for somebody. Like, you know, it's like it's like you couldn't feel anything, but now because of somebody else, you can feel things or you can see things. Yeah, you can blind. hear things. Exactly. Yeah, like so I think that I think it all boils down to consent. I think the idea in the show is pretty cool. Like that whole aspect of it. Just like we thought the whole aspect of upload was really cool. Like I people are people are coming up with some really yeah crazy shit um but yeah like the whole whole thing with this is like it's all about consent you did this without my consent and you kept me trapped in a cube i don't know how big this cube is true but and then you asked about orgasms every single day for years but, can we not and that's the thing is that's where based off of the print based off of what they talked about in the show it sounded like it was limited between one person and one other person like yeah, you couldn't give i believe it to, so and then to my knowledge, there's no way to extend that out to other people to where, like, if you wanted to, like, you know, help an amputee out one day and give mm-hmm. them the sensation of feeling. But so yes, with the principle and and the the knowledge of what I have, it could do based off the show. I'm gonna say I would never do it. Yeah, I probably wouldn't either. Uh, but also with the show, we know we talked about Ray Romano. Um, Kim Whitley pops up out of nowhere. I was gonna wait till we got to her, but yes, I exactly. love. I mean, I love Kim Whitley and anything. I'm I'm like she popped up. I was like, girl. Love some fucking Kim Whitley. She was great in the, in the little bit amount of time that she was in the show. I loved but, every scene she was in. Yeah, couldn't get a, a, a enough of her. Uh, as far as what I do think this show was subtle. I want to say it was dramatic, but comedy, but it was subtle. It was kind of a slow burn. I don't even think it was a slow burn. I think it was just, I really just think it was a, I think it was just a, just like a, I think it was a normal burn. Like it, 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 like I feel like some shows now either feel like they have to slow everything down to a snail's pace to kind of get you to feel everything, which is kind of what you can do in some shows to yeah. make it make sense. And I think some shows speed things up to get through a lot of stuff. I think this one really just let you kind of live. So let me ask. And let you just kind of experience what was going on. How many days did this show span? 
Because I got lost. I don't remember. I feel like to me, to me, I feel like it was probably like less than two weeks. I honestly think it was like three days total. I don't think it was three. I think it was at least seven or eight. Just okay. because of the fact that like, um, because just because of the fact that there was a lot, there was some driving that was involved in there and how long does it take you to walk or drive or whatever like that to a certain specific spot or something. So I think, I think to me it was at least probably over, over the course of like seven days because you got, because you got, I mean, at at the very least, I think that because that's just me. So it wasn't like a huge bit of time, which I didn't feel like it was a huge bit of time, but I also didn't feel like it it went by really quick. So so I thought I really did. I like the pacing of the show. So it was a steady burn. I think it was. I mean, yeah. I just think it was normal. I liked. Okay. I like. I liked. I thought the pacing was was really good. I didn't feel rushed. I feel like they let you. I mean, there was silence where there needed to be silence, and there was. I, I just think it was very subtle and clever. Okay, so let me ask, and we can keep going back and forth all day on mm-hmm. this. Is this a watch or not? I personally think it's a watch. I think it's. I think it is a nice reprieve. From some of the other stuff that's from, I mean, and, and not that we don't, I, I like, I like a lot of stuff, you know, whatever. But this to me is a little bit of a reprieve from superhero, mm-hmm. from Marvel, yes. from something that's super duper, 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 duper dramatic that is making you want to cry every week. And it's not like something that's making you like want to laugh your ass off. I think it is right in the middle. It gives you enough drama. It gives you enough like kind of existential, you know, thought. It gives you a little bit of a little bit of like that subtle comedy in there as well. I think it was I think it was superbly acted. I thought it was I thought it was great. I I I think it's a definitely a watch. Just as and it's like 30 minute episodes. It is it is just, I just think it's a really good reprieve. I think to me it was kind of like a palate cleanser. With all the other stuff that I was watching and we watch a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. This was one that I could throw on and be like, okay, I can kind of, it, 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 it was a breather yeah. from everything else, I think. It, it wasn't some deep, super deep show. No. Everything was just, means. it was just on the surface. Just like, give me what I need to see on the surface and just let me live. Let me live my life. You know, let me watch for 30 minutes and walk away. And I enjoyed that about it. I think it's funny that you took away was let me live my life. Oh. It's the whole print, the whole point yeah. of the whole entire Let me show. live, and and honestly, if they have a season two, like I actually was like, it actually left with a cliffhanger that I was like, oh my gosh, like I was like, they oh, could, literally could, and that's it. They could end it where it was. Yeah, they could, or go to season two, and I yeah. honestly hope they end it because I feel like extending this plot out further will ruin what was good about season one. This almost felt like a fleshed out, less serious kind of comedic Black Mirror episode. Yeah, I it would feel that. like that if they ended the way they did. Yeah. So, what you um, think? I'm I'm gonna say watch as well. Honestly, yes, it was actors that I don't normally see. So I like that the fact that it was kind of variation compared to some of the stuff that I'm watching. I know, like mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier, Ryan Murphy, Disney, things like that. They reuse a lot of the same actors. Mm-hmm. So I like that this is something that we just, you know, it's people we don't normally see. Ray Romano, what has he done since this? Like before this, like. Nothing. Since everybody loves Raymond into this, I don't know what he's been doing. He's probably done some stuff, but nothing too crazy. But yeah, like I like that. I the the entire th- idea behind the story, I think, is like you said, it gives you something to think about. If, and it's not super convoluted, you no. know. <laughs> Would you let somebody else experience you? Would you? want to experience somebody else on a full every level possible yeah or would you get the fuck out of dodge yeah 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I think as a, and I hope they don't do a season two personally, mm-hmm. as a just series in itself, I think it was done really well. Yeah, I think so too. So yeah, I'll I agree. watch. There you go, guys. Watch it. So now continuing with our pride theme, we're going to have a pride themed Bay of the Week. <laughs> Such an idiot. I'm going to write the ship. Bay of the Week. Fuck you. <laughs> of the week okay so we've done a lot of pivoting pivot yeah so i have thought okay and i just honestly just thought of this like within the past 15 seconds because we said we're going to give it to somebody in lgbt community what if we give it to queer kentucky because that is a organization that I, it's probably not the only organization in Kentucky, but it's the one that I know of yeah. that is making strides, getting donations, doing tons of stuff within the community to help the LGBTQ community. Like, I feel like that would be really cool to kind of to highlight or to tag or hopefully get, get them more followers. They have a ton of followers, but I think that that should be our bay of the week if not tv related but it's more it's like a real no, thing i, like I guess i think it's more i know we say people could be people who we've chosen to be bay of the week are kind of like untouchable in a way mm-hmm. but this is something that maybe we as our podcast can give back a little bit we talked about giving back and doing that kind of thing you know to other people why don't we make them our bay of the week and give back in that way as well you know what I'm totally on board for it. Let's. I'm sorry. I've kind of steamrolled gay month and I'm like, I'm like, move. I'm gay. And I'm like steamrolling all this bullshit. <laughs> and if you, and if you disagree, then, then you know, you're a fucking homophobe. So yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, Which is why so I agree you with can't... everything. Just nod my head and smile. Yes. That's a great idea. No, it's, it's like, I'm like, black people are amazing. You're like, of course they are. You're, I'm like, gays can do whatever they want. You're like, sure they can. <laughs> like, like, Forget Chick-fil-A. I'm serious about the fucking nuggets, though. I know I, I said that <laughs> shit. I know. Don't you fucking eat them. Don't you fucking eat them. Don't eat them nuggets. Don't eat them fries. Don't eat that gross carrot raisin salad. The fuck that bullshit is. That's not on the menu anymore. It, as it should not be. They replaced it with a kale salad. A what? Kale salad. No, the little container, the carrot raisin yeah, salad. So it's, it's just a little container of kale salad? It's like kale with like almonds and lemons. They stole that from Joella's, which as far as probably. I know, is not an anti-LGBT community or LGBTQ anti-lgbtq company so get a kale salad from there if i see you joelle is good if i see you at a chick-fil-a i'll slash your tires um so that all being said how about in our description for this episode let's put the link for kentucky yeah i think we should you guys seriously um well i guess that's the end of the episode why do you sound sad about that? Well, because I usually am like better at ending things and I have not. Is that because you have a lot of today? practice on ending things? I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I don't either. I'm just wondering, like, why would you be good at something unless you've done it a lot? Yeah. But here, here's what I'm going to say. And we'll post about it as well. Um, they are doing a Louisville Youth Group, Quirk Kentucky and Louisville Youth Group 2021 raffle. Oh. Um, I believe uh, they still have tickets. I believe their raffle, I believe, happens on July 1st. Yes. Um, at 1 a.m., 1 a.m., 1 p.m. Okay. And I believe they have some really co- – the, the sales go through June 30th, you guys. They have some really cool uh, baskets. They have a basket that has, like, Clayton and Croom, which is a 
local I, I leather. Them. Yeah. Well, um, I went to school with one of the owners. They have coasters. They have one with a coasters tray, sunglass holder, Kentucky for Kentucky shirt, gift cards attached to Charlie's. Um, another one has like a $500 gift card to Cardin All Gaming. Cardin All Gaming. That's cute. Um, you see that play on words? I did like that. Um, some quick Kentucky shirts, uh, um, acupuncture and cupping sessions, uh, five class packs to like shred, 415, just tons of stuff. Uh, gift cards to Red, Red Tree, which is a Nulu. Mm-hmm. You guys, take a, take a look at these baskets. They are amazing. A lot of them. Like one of these baskets is, is valued at six thousand dollars. And when's this drawing? Like when do they have to be entered by? The drawing is July first. They they're taking raffles. You could buy raffle tickets through uh, June thirtieth. Tickets are ten dollars. Okay, so yeah, so let's make sure to send this link out. I yes. would say as soon as possible, and we'll add the link for this um, great foundation in our next description as well. Yes, we definitely will. All right, you guys, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, please continue to be great people to your LGBT community and any community. Doesn't matter who they are. Continue to be amazing people. If you're a dick, you can fuck all the way off. Have a good day. Bye. You've been listening to Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. Interact and give us suggestions on what to watch at watchornotpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at watchornot underscore pod. And on Instagram at watchornotpod. Huge shout out to Bradley Parsons. Thank you for creating our theme music. And subscribe and leave a review wherever you download podcasts. Don't make us come for you.